Welcome to GOB with Christy and Kathy, where we talk about writing, reading, and life in between. I'm Christy in South Florida. I'm Kathy in South Dakota. We're two newbie writers who share our love of food, wine, and crime fiction. We have interviews with best-selling and award-winning authors on our Corks and Conversation episodes. And don't forget our Words in Progress episodes where we have fun writing lessons with writing experts. Join us for today's episode. Happy February, everybody. Yes, I, Kathy, it, it is unbelievable. And <laughs> it is already the second month of 2022. I know. To 2022. I know. I know. It's crazy. <sighs> Manuary was pretty fun. <laughs> it was pretty fun, actually. Yeah, but it's over. It's over. <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. Because the books that we've chosen yes. are you know, great female authors. So we yes. they couldn't be in manuary anywhere anyway. And also, did you realize that they're both from Toronto? They both live in Toronto? I did not know that. No. So let's back up and tell everybody what we're doing. We're here today to talk about our recommendations for the yes. month of February. Yes. And you have behind you, I can see it yes. here on YouTube. What do you have? So I chose the maid by Nita Prose. I mean, how's that for an author's name? Oh my God. It's perfect. Like I uh, just dying to know name. if, if you were going to pick a pseudonym though, that would be pretty great. I think it is a pseudonym. Do you? Well, just from the credits, she thanked her family and she used a last name that used some, most of these letters, but it was a little different. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I'm very excited. I've heard a lot of discussion about that book, or I've seen a lot of it online. So I'm okay. really anxious to hear about it. Yeah, but you go first. Yeah, I will. Okay, so I chose, <laughs> um, I'm holding up, I love this cover. It's called Lucky. Yeah. Such a great cover. And it is by Marissa Stapley. And I really love this book. And I'm really excited to share it with everybody. Oh, good. Uh, that cover looks so familiar that we must have had another author that had something where they had it in sunglasses on the front. You know, it reminds something. me of, and I'm not positive, and maybe Connor can um, help us here, although he's probably exhausted after his month of manuariness. I just, <laughs> you know, our episode with Connor just got a lot of feedback on. Everyone loved hearing from him. Yeah. I'm sure he's just coming off of that. But um, I'm thinking about. Um, I think it's this one The Lady Upstairs oh, by yeah. Hallie Sutton. Remember, Hallie? She Look was fun. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. very reminiscent. There you go. I should tell you what I'm what I chose to drink with. Yes, Lucky. absolutely. Do that first. So we should say this is Christie's first beverage in a long while. In a month. I did so the while, I did the while, dry January. As in say, while we did manuary, she also was doing dry January, which I don't know if those two things should go together, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they you. did. I survived. And so what is your report on dry January? I'm curious. It was actually easier than I thought it would be. When I think, oh, I want to have a glass of wine, there's other things that kind of substitute and non-alcoholic wines or, and I slept much better. Did you really? Mm -hmm. Well, your skin looks beautiful. You look glowing. <laughs> That's because I've had a glass of wine today. Oh, okay. <laughs> not really. I had found an article about how not drinking is really good for your skin. Yes, it probably is. Yeah, I'm going to include that in our newsletter links because I thought it was really interesting. Mm -hmm. so, we'll have to take a picture of your glowing skin and show everyone. <laughs> anyway, so Lucky 
which is my rec for the month. I paired mm-hmm. it with 19 Crimes Dark Red Wine. Ooh. I love all the 19 Crimes varieties. They're really fun labels. and It's just called Dark Red? It's just called Dark Red. Who's the criminal on there? It's called The Banished. Uh, Jared Nelson. You know, one of those actual... I think if you take your phone and you scan it, it gives you the information about him. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. It's an Australian wine and it's very, it's very rich. It's very full bodied, which I don't mm-hmm. mind. It says that it has got dark chocolate and vanilla aromatics that complement oh, subtle that flavors. Delish. It is. Complement subtle flavors of cloves and cinnamon spice, which is, it is, it's very full bodied, but it is very nice. Mm-hmm. I will have to add that to my repertoire. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a very nice, but it's very, I, I only, you can only sip it. I mean, it's really full bodied. It's very nice. Anyway, it goes with Lucky because mm-hmm. this book is about a con artist who her whole life is raised to commit crimes. Oh, wow. <laughs> and and so I thought, and I happened to be finishing it when we were on vacation and we had a, um, a different bottle of 19 crimes. And I thought, well, I can't think of That's a better. Perfect. Yeah, wine. But I want to tell you quick how I chose this book. Okay. I was reading another book by an author we've, we've discussed in the past it's called Story Genius. And in that she was talking about this, this quote from John Irving and his advice to writers is, Whenever possible, tell the entire story of a novel in the first sentence. And so then she goes on to quote, you can see I've really read this book. Yes, I'm impressed. (laughs) So she goes on to quote the first line of A Prayer for Owen Meany, which I love that book. I I absolutely love that book. And I, you know, it just stuck in my mind. It was earlier in the day, like, you know, one of my early 5 a.m. things. Later in the day, I'd heard about this book called Lucky from Marissa Stapley. And I don't remember where I heard it about or anything like that, but I was curious. So I went on Instagram to see if I could find her and I found her profile and I popped on and she had quoted like the first post I went to, she quoted that exact line because- Oh, you're kidding me. No, because John Irving was her favorite author. She met him at a, a writing conference and one of her friends, I assume someone like you, shoved her <laughs> up to him and said, she loves you. you got to talk to her. And she said she was planning to quote that first sentence to him, but she, I think, lost her way or something like that. But was wow. that? Yeah. So I thought, okay, that has to be our GOB right for February. Wow. And then I love the book on top of it. Oh, good. Yeah. It's so good. So that was a lucky pick. Oh, lucky pick. <laughs> okay so i'm going to tell you just quick about this character lucky is named after the protagonist the lead and her name is lucky armstrong and she's a con artist which i know sounds like it's kind of hard to love her but she is quite lovable because she's very she's a con artist with like a conscience like she's very oh that's good because i you know so it's not like a noir because sometimes those noirs you know they they can be this isn't i wouldn't this isn't dark and gritty i mean it's definitely it's definitely real, but it's has enough lightness to it that it really is a more of a fun con artist. Okay. Take, okay. I guess. Well, like, you know, um, Ocean's Eleven yeah, or something like that, that, you very know? Very similar to that. Very similar to or that. Or what's the one with all the women? Ocean's eight. Nine? Ocean's Eight. eight. That's my favorite. Okay. okay. I almost, I almost grabbed I did this to drink. <laughs> yeah, just uh, chug from the bottle. Just take the bottle. So she's been she's been raised to be a con artist. She literally grew up with her dad grifting. They would just go from place to place. 
And that's how she was raised. But she did feel like she just wanted, you know, a normal life, normal childhood, friends. They even, she met a friend and they ended up grifting the friend. Like it's just, you feel oh, for her sad. so bad. It is sad. This grifter, poor little grifter, but you do <laughs> feel bad for this con artist. And so that's just kind of is her life. And the few times she tries to get away, it just, you know, they pull her back in. And even her boyfriend, partner in life, you know, they finally, they're doing this good con and it's going to be the last con and they're going to, they're going to take off to a remote island, right? And stop mm-hmm. having this life. And then he's conned her. And so, oh my gosh. Yeah. So she ends up with her face splashed across Don't the Don't tell us the end. I'm not. This is like okay. the first few pages. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so what, what she finds out is, and so she's, she's just in a terrible situation. The police are wanting her and she finds out that she has legitimately bought a winning lottery ticket worth <gasps> tons of money, but she cannot cash it because if she cashes it and tells them her identity, she'll then get arrested. Oh my gosh. And so the whole rest of the book is her trying to kind of just caper upon caper, trying to get out of this and reclaim her life. And at the same time, she wants to make amends to those that she's wronged and she has this conscience and she feels guilty. And I I just, it sounds like a great book. It's a great book. And I, I just really enjoyed it. I think anybody would enjoy it. I think if you like capers, if you like detective stuff, because there's some really good law enforcement you know, mm-hmm. characters in it. And I just, I really enjoyed it. And, and I, it is a Reese's book club pick. And I just want to say race. I concur. Yeah. I can. She's our, she's our friend, you know, <laughs> we talk to her all the time, all and the time. Her which books to <laughs> re- refer. Yeah. So anyway, and I just, um, this, the author, Marissa Stapley through her social media, which I've now completely obsessed with, she just seems great and genuine. You know what? I think she looks a little bit like you. Oh, really? Yeah. When I looked on the website before, you know, Mm -hmm. today's episode, I was like, who's this? You know, that's how I found out she was from Toronto. And I was like, yeah. So thank you. So that's my, that's my rec. And I really recommend it. And, and and I have to tell you, this is a very quick, fast read. It's only 232 pages. And I I just, um, I was going away with my family for the weekend. We were going skiing and I thought, I'm just not going to have great attention to this. And so um, I chose a shorter one and I, um, so it's really quick. And I think a lot of people are struggling with their attention span, getting back into yes. reading after the last couple of years. And so if you are, this book will make you feel like you've accomplished something because it's a quick, fast page turning read. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> that is my, what about, what about food? Did you pick any food? To go you know, <laughs> I would pick if we were actually in a book club doing this in our homes, <laughs> entertaining mm-hmm. friends, which just seems so ridiculously remote now. I know I would pick a homemade Mac and cheese. Hmm. Because I have reason, two reasons. One, I, I always am trying new homemade mac and cheese recipes. I don't, I don't, it's not that I dislike the ones I've tried. I just, am always looking for a, a different take, I guess. And I've yeah. just seen one. I gotten it from half, half baked harvest and she sends emails, you know, with her recipes. And I thought oh, that looks so good. But in my mind, I also thought if I am growing up as a young girl with my dad only, not that dads don't cook or little girls don't cook, but I, if you're grifting and you're going for a motel. Yeah, she's hotel, probably eating a lot of mac and cheese. A lot right? of boxed mac and cheese, I thought. So that was that was where I came mm-hmm. up with that. So I do have a recipe that I'm going to try, actually, and I will oh, good. link it in and we'll see. Yum, yum. That, that does I sound know. good. I love a mac and cheese. Like, Well, I'm excited. Food. I'm going to add that to my summer read. 
Yeah, I think it'd be a great because I've got we've got so many books piled up from our (laughs) season coming up that I'm going to be reading, reading, reading. Yeah, yeah. So I will I will enjoy that in the summer. So tell me about the maid. Okay, this is really funny because we both do not discuss this. And we both chose books that we didn't know the author of. Mm -hmm. And they're both books that you could recommend to anyone. They're not like, you know, deep thrillers. Like some of ours are like, okay, we can't tell, you know, it's like a feel good book. And that's what I liked about the description because I like to feel good around now. So anyway. (laughs) That is a nice thing to feel good. Yes. So it's the maid and what it is, is the main character is named Molly and she's a maid. Oh, you know what? I'm going to tell you the wine first. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I'll tell you briefly. Molly's a maid. See, isn't that cute? Molly, the maid, she's heard that before. She's very, (laughs) she's doesn't have a lot of social skills. I don't know. You know, she could have some sort of personality type thing, but she just doesn't get those social cues. She becomes sort of endearing as well as she gets taken advantage of. So, because she just doesn't see people good or bad, she takes some face value, you know? You're like, oh no, oh no. You know, you're rooting for her while she's trying to, while she's becoming almost a suspect in this murder mystery. So what happens there? She's a maid and she comes, she discovers one of the guests dead in the room. Mm. It's like an Agatha Christie type thing. You know, so they have all these little different characters and and they all kind of like are fitting together and she's just going through. She loves to clean. She loves order. She Mm -hmm. likes everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, she wipes the bottom of her shoes and puts them in the closet when she walks in the door at home, which I never thought of doing, but that's probably easier than (laughs) throwing them down. But (laughs) anyway, she does drink Chardonnay a couple times when she goes to Olive Garden. Okay. So the that plays prominent throughout the book. So I'm thinking if you live near an olive garden, that's what you have at your book club. Oh yeah. Like takeout. Cause yeah. I do have a good salad. I love the olive garden salad. Oh yeah. The salad and the breadsticks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. And then I did look, there are recipes like you can make your own breadsticks if you don't, um, which mm-hmm. I would never do because, mm. but they had um, a recipe that I was thinking of trying, which was a crock pot chicken and pasta. Ooh. That was a mo- fake Olive Garden recipe mm-hmm. or whatever, but mm-hmm. you do it in the crock pot or the slow cooker. And then I was thinking I'll add some spinach because I love spinach. And they used to, I used to go to Olive Garden and they'd have that uh, Florentine type Mm -hmm. chicken and pasta. So I was like, oh, I'll add some spinach to this recipe. And then you can, everybody can just scoop it out. And that would be yummy. But the wine, this was perfect. So (laughs) I was at a different wine store today and I was just looking for a Chardonnay, which I don't normally drink. So I was like, oh, let's look for one that has a good name. Well, this is called Unsullied. (laughs) Okay. Okay. The description on it, adjective, P, 
pure or spotlessly clean and fresh, oh. immaculate or impeccable. Oh, that's perfect. I know, because that is her <laughs> thing. That's her thing. You know, she's everything's clean and she's really good at her job. And so that's what I got. And this is supposed to be unsullied wine because it's freshness and virtue of the fruit <laughs> as nature intended. So this wine displays ripe green apple, white nectarine and papaya. And it's actually good. I don't know if it's because I haven't drank any wine in a whole month, <laughs> but I'm enjoying a Chardonnay. Okay. Yeah, we don't drink a lot of Chardonnays. Yeah, it's good. What's so funny is Christy, I just today was on the 19 crimes website and I, I found a Chardonnay on there. And I thought I, we have to find a way to use this. It's um, Martha's shard, like Martha Stewart. Oh, has a Chardonnay cool. from 19 crimes because of her and Snoop Dogg, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> and I literally thought, Christine, I have got to get a Chardonnay. We'll have to do Martha's shard. And here you're doing a Chardonnay. So there you go. I know. I know. Perfect. I know. Yep. Yep. So anyway, the book is, and I also liked, you know, this isn't a long book either. I mean, it's, let's see, under 300 pages. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you know, it's just a pleasant read. Like I said, it's, you know, you get into the character, she talks so funny. And that's why I was like, a lot of the terminology almost seems British to me. Hmm. And it really doesn't say where they are, I don't think, other than the name of the hotel. Oh, like the book doesn't give you a setting or anything? Yeah, it's the hotel and her, she lives, you know, nearby. It's called the Regency Grand. Hmm. And that's like in the city. But I was just like, it's kind of, I'm like, I was so curious. That's why I looked up where she was from, because I'm like, is this an English book? Because some of the words seem like that. But then I'm like, I don't know. I, I wonder if could she did that on purpose, you know, that it's can be anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering too, because I I don't I don't notice anywhere in there that it says it refers to where they are, which city. I think it's America. I, I can't remember. There was something that made me think that it was, but then the way that you know some of the f turns of phrase, and then she works. The author had worked in publishing. And she worked for a British publisher, but in the Toronto office where she was like the Toronto. So I, that's why I was like, I don't know, maybe she came from England to Toronto and stayed there or who knows? We have to have her on the podcast. Well, I'm very curious because I, you know, setting is normally a, a, a big, I don't know, like reliance point for authors. You know, they like yeah. ground their readers in a setting. And so that's, I get that. Well, the setting is the hotel really. Oh, and interesting person who she found dead was a famous person but of course mm -hmm. it was a yeah. somebody we didn't know you know yeah. as the reader yeah i have i feel like it's america but yeah so i don't know if she did that intentionally to yeah. i, I kind of think she might have because i was like that's kind of cool it's in some yeah. english speaking area cool so yeah. did you ever see the movie knives out no it's on my list because i have been told to watch you need it. to i it's a great movie but the way you're describing this book is it makes me feel a little bit re reminiscent of knives out because they, the um the main person who deals with his family and and the dead character is the 
is the nurse that's taking care of the um, author who died. And I just, she's, well, they're actually making a movie out of this. Are they really? Yeah. And it's, um, I think the main character is, um, yeah. Oh, it's Florence Pugh. P-U-G-H. I don't know. I don't, I don't know Florence Pugh. I don't know what she was in, but her name is familiar to me. But anyway, so. Well, that is in Little Women. Okay. But it's a great character. I'm very, I would like to read that book as well. That sounds really great. Yeah. We'll trade them when we read them. And she was also in the Black Widow and a Marvel movie. Okay. Or maybe that's the same thing. I Black don't know. Widow is a Marvel movie. Um, <laughs> you can tell. Yeah, like I'm sounding so smart, but um, how really? did you choose it before we before we end? I'm curious. So could- yeah, and um, I just honestly, I was just kind of like looking on Amazon, seeing what's what's out new. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of looking through, and I was like, wow, this looks pretty good. Yeah. And so then I read the description. I'm like, you know what? I, I feel like I want to have something that's a little heartwarming because that's mm-hmm. how they describe it, you know, quirky, heartwarming. And so that's why I chose it. Great choice. Very yep. excited about it. Yes, yes. And we're excited that we're going to be giving these away. Yes, we are. So <laughs> you our can GOB enter to win a copy of them. Link in our bio or our website and you will get all the details. Yep. And we've got a lot of fun episodes coming up. So hopefully everybody keeps us with, like I said, I have this pile of books right here. (laughs) We do have, we have a very busy next few months. So check out our website and our social media to keep updated on all of the highlights of what's coming up and our giveaways. Yep. Gameofbookspodcast.com. There you go. All the things. (laughs) So until next week. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. Subscribe to our podcast on our website, gameofbookspodcast.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you liked what you heard, you can give us a five-star rating or review. You can also subscribe on YouTube where you can watch and listen. On gameofbookspodcast.com, you can find all the information about what we talked about on this episode. And you can sign up for our newsletter and enter our fun contests and giveaways. We also post our stories and links on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Hope to see you there. I can guarantee you that we had fun today. And we hope you did too. Cheers.